what's up everybody thank you for listening to zendy goddess casebook my name is josh i'm jonathan and i'm your best bro heather today we're talking about we're back baby yeah for now <laughs> who knows for how now. much longer uh we're still now moving. it's actually time to start packing up and moving so yeah um, but, uh, yeah, so we've watched two more episodes of Zenny. No, we love <laughs> in the third. This is Zenny Goddess Casebook. You are listening to right now. Uh, the two episodes we watched today, one, Beware the Time Machine, right? Something like that? Something like that. Um, is it and really called Beware the Time Machine? I think so. Man, I should, apparently she needs to start paying attention to the title cards. <laughs> To be fair, like, the title cards here will be different from the title cards somewhere else, so really, like... Yeah, but if they're going to give you those big of clues, I probably should have, you know, read them. Well, I mean... The guy says he's traveling through time. And spoiler alert, he is? Is? Time travel's real! So there's, there's some good stuff in this episode, I think. Um... There's there's some legitimately goofy shit that happens. Yeah. Uh, with the time travel man. Yeah, but where the time machine? There it is. Uh, <laughs> with time travel man just making shit disappear and uh, jigging and looping, freaking the fuck out. Well, uh, rightfully so, because usually when things disappear, he's like, "I killed the man who invented it." And you're like. Oh, what? <laughs> like just random buildings. Yeah, he made a castle. So legitimately that castle disappeared. Yeah, that castle disappeared legitimately because he killed the dude who built it. Like what the fuck? That's that's fucked up. I'm assuming that the gold statue disappears because he killed the person who made it. Who made the statue? Or did he steal it before it was before he did? Maybe. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? This episode plays real fast and loose with time travel. Yeah. Specifically, people still remember things that did exist after they don't exist anymore. Some of them do. Yeah. yeah like, it's weird. Like, that's not how erasing something from history would work. Yeah. Like, he would come back to the present time and Lupin would just be like, the fuck are you talking about? What castle? <laughs> yeah. Uh, some good things. Lots of Zenny got up front. Yeah. That was, the the heist up front was pretty fun. Goofy. Everything goofy. up until the heist was done, I was, I was enjoying myself. I was like, hey, this is fun. Lupin does a costume. Jigen does a costume. Jigen does a costume. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jigen can get it. I'm just going to throw that out right now. <laughs> dressed as a woman. Uh, not, not too shabby. When when they showed him with like Sans beard in the maid getup, I I assumed it was going to be Goemon. That would that would make sense. But then later on, Lupin's just like, "You're a sexy maid to to Jigen." <laughs> and Jigen's into it. Yeah. So Jigen's like, "I am. Yeah. I am a sexy maid. I am a sexy maid. Thank you. Damn right." Uh, one of the things I like about this episode is that when you have a character that is always on top of things and is always, always knows that he's going to come out ahead. I like that for most of this episode, that's not who Lupin is. Yeah. So I appreciate that. Like sometimes you got to have a character they get brought down low so that way when they get yeah he's a little the bit highest of an identity highs. crisis. Yeah, for just a minute. 
Like sometimes he'll pretend like he's he's okay with it, and then he'll be like run out of the room and just have a complete breakdown. It's like cold sweat. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I also like the. Uh, both these episodes have a lot of eye action going on, mm-hmm. which is another similar that these have. This has uh, Jigen's pupils moving independently of each other. Uh, Zenigata has that same thing happen in the next episode, but we'll get into that. Um, so yeah, so this episode, for those of you that haven't seen it, uh, essentially a man travels through time so he can destroy Lupin the Thirds, make him disappear, but torture him first. Because yeah, because his his descendants in the year of twenty three twenty nine eighty four twenty nine something that's like ridiculously in the future for yeah. only being ten generations forward. Yeah. I mean, that's 180 years, plus however many, I mean, generations-wise. But you figure, you, but you figure lifespan, 30, that's yeah, 300 years. Yeah, 2874. Yeah. So that's saying, okay, hang on, because this is 1972, they say, specifically say, yeah. when they're doing their, reading their books, <laughs> they're... In various languages. Apparently they read English. That's kind of cool. That means that they had kids every hundred years. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. There's a hundred year old dude. Hundred year old Lupin the fifth popping out a baby. Yeah. It's too far ahead. They didn't do their maths, right? Not really. Yeah. Uh, So I'm not going to lie. I spent most of this episode trying to figure out how they're going to get out of making this about time travel. And they didn't. And then they just, and they just don't. They just turns out it is a time machine, and they just go bust up his time machine, so we can't time travel anymore. Yeah. Um, my, I very much enjoyed though Jigen just being like, I know this dude's freaking name, and then spends like five minutes looking through books, and your Lupin's like, fine, I'm gonna go get Goemon, and then finds out Goemon's looking through books, and it's just like. Wait a minute. Books with names like history and robber and Mad- madness. And madness. Madness. There's many books called robber. Yeah. Lots of history books. A lot of robber books. A lot of dogs being in the way. God, go lay down, lady. Um, she wants to watch it, too. We also get some... Uh, Lupin, uh, Lupin wants to get married to uh, our girl Fujiko. Of course he wants to get married to our girl Fujiko. Have you seen them titties? I like that he's like, you wanted to marry her just to trip, keep your line going. And he's like, dang it. And I'm like, that's not why I wanted to marry Fujiko. But then as soon as he is no longer in danger, he's just like, I don't want to get married anymore. Yeah. Also, you can't tie him down. Sure. Anybody else... I think it was weird that so he's has time travel which we just have to accept yep he can also infiltrate your dreams apparently yeah yeah does anything that this episode doesn't make sense right no, not this, at all. this episode is outside of the regular timeline of the rest of the series i have to assume so because up to this point every they've gone out of their way to explain how everything that is magic is not actually magic and then this time they're just like time travel is real yeah. Well, magic isn't real, but science is real. Yeah. <laughs> you refer to science and magic. Where I come from, they're one and the same. Lies. <laughs> I also like that he went crazy 
six years prior, and that's when he built the time machine. Yeah. When he was in an asylum. Because asylums are notorious for letting the inmate the inmates. Nope. Um, patients. Patients. Yeah. There we go. That's the proper nomenclature. Uh, their patients have access to fucking ridiculous amounts of technology. I mean, yeah. Haven't you ever watched Star Trek Enterprise? I mean, <laughs> no. <sighs> I have not watched Enter- Star Trek Enterprise. We've watched a couple episodes. I was like, yes, we have. A couple of very terrible you episodes. You tortured me with those episodes. One. It was, well, no, it was two, wasn't it? And guess what? There was an Oh, I guess that was a prison. That was literally a prison, and they just let him have, like, all of his paperwork about all of his science creation slash experiment genetic research papers. It's very strange that they... They got the guy that starred in a version of Dune to be in the Dune episode of Star Trek Enterprise. Yeah, seriously. Um, but <laughs> as far as uh, Lupin the Third goes, uh, I would say I'd say like the second act of this episode kind of drags a little bit. Like going from the second into the third act drags a little bit. There are a couple like they kind of ran out ran out of stuff to do. Like he just he taunts him a couple too many times. A little bit. He just appear, be like, "You're gonna disappear in three days." Bye. And I do like that Fujiko shows up to like pull our boy out of a depression, and she takes him out on the town, and this dude shows up every time to just be like, he doesn't even say anything, just makes something disappear. Yeah. He goes back in time, and makes a horse disappear. This kills a horse, apparently, in the past. At some yeah. point. Twitch people are kind of, like, mildly inconvenienced by and Nobody's like, hold the fuck up. Yeah, that's the time that it almost feels like people forgot that horse existed except for Lupin. Yeah. They're mildly annoyed, though. <laughs> There's, like, happens. a couple grumbles about it, but that's it. Yeah. And yeah, so this is it's a weird episode. Yeah. And I don't uh I don't I feel like it's not going to come up again since they destroyed the time machine completely. Also, yeah, I don't foresee this being like Well, so far nothing has been like a running thing except for going on before he joined the crew. Yeah. So weird baseball pants. <laughs> uh as we get farther into like different seasons of the show it'll be interesting if anything comes back about anything i guess yeah we know that what's his name comes back from episode two the magician oh um mimo uh, it's almost michael pikel yeah pikel um so we'll see we'll see how that um but uh a thing we've re- we've recently learned and we've we're dealing with is that the first season of this show is not what it turns into in the future. Uh, so it'll be very interesting to see what becomes once we get into another, into, I don't want to say better seasons, but better seasons of the show. Once we get into red jacket Lupin seasons. Yeah. <laughs> the more, more familiar, recognizable from our 
viewing of Castle of Cagliostro. Yeah. Uh, so for episode Beware the Time Machine, uh, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Lupin I'm gonna give him a pass on this one. I'm gonna say he's innocent. Can Does you? he actually? He steals hurt the thing. Okay. That's fine. That, that doesn't then exist ever. That just doesn't so exist anymore. So he doesn't steal he that steal thing. It? Yeah. Uh, he definitely tries to get into a car wreck. But also, Ma- Mamo causes that as well. By going back in time and killing the dude who was driving the moving truck? Yeah, like, I can understand why this guy is, like, the Lupins are sons of bitches and I don't want to take care of him. But, like, he goes out of his way to, like... He's straight up... Mur- if anybody's guilty in this episode, it is not Lupin. Yeah, no. yeah. So, I think we can give Lupin... Lupin the old pass on this uh, on this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, He's safe. So we think uh, it's a fine episode. It's fine. It's fine. It definitely is just one of the weirder episodes. Yeah. So I far, would, I would say if it earlier in the series, I would have been more enjoyable of it as as far as like everything makes sense up until you've realized the time travel is real. Yeah. It didn't I have do, the thing of I like. I do like the the bit at the end where they pretend like they're in the past. Yeah, and yeah, Lupin has the, the teeth, I'll yeah. call them. Gosh. <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, uh, but the second episode we watched uh, was called... Um, Something I just, of the Nile. Emerald of the Nile? The Emerald's Secret. The Emerald's Secret. Somehow, in the first, se- in the first series... The lowest rated. This was. This is the. This is the episode you've been dreading the whole time. Really? This is the wow. one that got a five point seven. I don't understand how, because it's the most. It makes the most sense. It's literally, I think, the funnest episode we've seen. Yeah. It's the most heisty. Every yeah. Sure. Every heist has like a point and a beginning and an end and. Yeah. And like. You can kind of you you know where it's going the whole time. Pretty much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like once when Fujiko gets the Emeralds City Comic Con at the beginning of the episode, you're like, oh, it's just not a real one. Yeah. Because the lady sees her like, in the mirror doing literally it. watching her like Fujiko <laughs> is not a good thief. I yeah, I haven't seen Fujiko pull off a good heist yet. She's more of a slam bam, thank you, ma'am. Get in, beat him up. Yeah. She's a spy, though. So she's like... Spies aren't thieves, though. No, but she's like... Well, but she's, she's the one you go to for infiltration. Here's and the thing. Is like, she's really good about getting in there. Yeah. She just doesn't once have she's the there, sleight just, of hand. It's just nothing but smash and grab once she's in. Yeah. Uh, I also like lots of Zenny God in this one. My boy finally gets his, gets his <laughs> yeah. due. Um, acting like an absolute madman for most of it, but <laughs> I think it was enjoyable. Uh, we found out that he can't dance. No. Not, a, just, not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. Um. <laughs> it's not even that he has two left feet. It's just that there's music playing, but he's dancing to a different song. Yeah. yeah. He's dancing to the song in his heart. Yeah. Yikes. And it's <laughs> a rumba. Uh, I, will, I will admit it, it took me... Yes. Yeah. Who had sex with a... Salsa. There you go. And gave birth to the who, whatever. To whatever is, is Zenigata. 
Uh, it took me way too long to realize um, the that the, that Lupin uses the worst fake name in this episode, or they give is it Nipool is just Lupin backwards. Oh I'm like, yeah, God damn it! <laughs> and I didn't definitely didn't realize that until like. 10 minutes into the episode I was like I just oh. realized it so at least you beat me <laughs> yeah I do however hate and I realize it's animated but hate where they put this freaking emerald pin on this woman every time just right in between Under her the titties. titties yeah oh, like, on yeah. her titties it's not even like in between it's Ugh. not on a chain it's not it's just it's pinned not, it's not at the top of the dress it's in the middle like when yeah. she wears it to her wedding it's like smack dab in the middle of the chest of her wedding dress and it's like but why but why like do you not know anything about women's fashion like put it over to the side a little bit put yeah. it towards the top it's like, possible it's pause pause Possible. So, ah. so foreshadowing. I will say, like, my knowing what was going on was aided in part by the preview from the previous episode into this one. Yeah. Where they show the cat with the eye patch. So I'm yeah. like, how's the cat going to. Oh, oh okay. yeah, that's it. Um, not going to lie, big fan of uh, Fujiko's angry face. Yeah. Not gonna lie, I liked this. I did like the Fujiko spy parts in this. Yeah. And I feel like everybody, for what they're doing, is like really firing on all cylinders in this episode. Yeah. I don't know why people fucking hate it so much. Me Who could know? It makes no sense to me. Like. Maybe because Fujiko and Lupin don't know that it's a fake. I, I, don't, I don't know. Because Fujiko is, is drawn in a maid outfit the entire time, but not like a sexy maid outfit. Because Lupin hides inside of a cake for a very long time. Yeah. But that's hilarious. I know, I did. Like it. him squashed up inside the cake is freaking <laughs> great. And like his tools coming out of the side of the cake. Oh my God. There's the most obvious little fucking robot arm thing just mm. going straight for her chesticles. Mm-hmm. Also, Zenigata losing his goddamn mind just stabbing the cake. Just stabbing the cake. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, like I mentioned before, uh, Zenigata's uh, pupils go absolutely wild several times <laughs> in this episode where he just gets like absolutely wall-eyed. And, yeah. uh, and I enjoy it. Yeah, it's, I think uh, this episode gives, gets a thumbs up. I just like that it's an episode where, like, a neutral party to the, like, two sides doesn't give a shit and is just letting them play out their thing because she knows where the thing actually is. Well, what I I think is going on is that she wanted Zenigata and Lupin and Fujiko here. Because she wanted to watch, she wanted an entertainment. So what's happening is yeah. here is some white rich bitch bullshit. And she's like, you know what? I've got enough money to manipulate people all day, every day. Pretty much. And, uh, and this party's so boring. Boring that I need to cause some intrigue at my party. Mm-hmm. So when I, for a moment, what I thought was going to have happened is that her terrible white bread husband that she's getting married to 
I thought that it would turn out that his family owned the Emerald City Comic Con, oh. and that like she was going to steal it for herself, Ooh. and then just like leave his ass. Yeah, yeah. Because this guy is a real big ice cold glass and spaghetti noodles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he. I under again understand that like. It's drawn. He's a cartoon, but like this dude doesn't. He barely has a face. Yeah. Again, it's a turtleneck wedding dress, and she's wearing that emerald smack dab in the middle, and I just don't. It's not even like up on her chest. It's like image. It just makes no sense. Yeah, no, the placement is terrible. I'm just now noticing the guy next to standing next to Cindy Goddess, so we're watching, having the episodes on. So bizarre where they put like, that thing. Look at that fucking guy. Also, <laughs> anybody else know the freaking Shining Twins? Right? Just like leading them down mm-hmm. the aisle. And also the guy with the uh, Hitler mustache standing next to Zenny Gata there. Yikes. Um, Whoops. It's always interesting when you see things from... From Japan and referencing World War II, specifically things that are older. So I was like, huh, I wonder wonder what's going to happen here. Because you never know. Like you have that Korean chicken place that used SS uniforms for their employees for a while. Whoops. And, uh, you know, Asia has a different uh, <laughs> connection to World War II. Yeah. Than, can, uh, can we ask a really important question here? Sure. How much cake... He's on that cake. Right? Because apparatus happen at the very top of the cake. Like the the bride and group dance with like little things that come out and play music. And then music. like Dutch boys come out of the second tier of the cake and yeah. like dance around. So really. Oh, like, I would say the bot, like the middle third of the cake. Cause it's a four like tier, I think. Lupin sticks his hand out and it goes through. It clearly goes through cake. Yeah. Or at least icing. Yeah. So, like, the bottom tier is at least somewhat made out of cake, but that's where he is. Yeah. The second tier is what they cut, and that is actual cake. Tiers three and four are full of toys. Are just full of little little toy bros. Oh, there's, like, six layers to it. Oh, I guess there is. Good Lord. I also love just, like, the random people that are like, yes, it's my time to shine. shine. (laughs) Just block the door, arms out. Two guys with Hitler mustaches in the attendance today. Oh, here's the the first scene with sending God his eyeballs. eyeballs. Oh, Um, it's so good. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna come on and say it again. It was. He was my favorite part of the Castle of Cagliostro. I think Zeningada is my favorite. When when he is able to be featured, I think he's my favorite character in the show. Yeah. The the just how completely like manic he is the entire yeah. time he's on screen. He's just all over the place. He is focused, but in a way that's entirely just like all over the place. Yeah. Like he's so tunnel visioned. That everything he does is absolutely bonkers. Absolutely wild. This this <laughs> this guy she's marrying is n- absolutely nothing. Yeah. This is another thing where like I feel like time period wise, I don't know who he would be based off of because 1972 is well before like. <laughs> Hugh Grant's oh, time. Eyeballs. 
<laughs> but I really feel like they modeled him oh, after, right now it's like, only a three-tier cake, and it's entirely made out of lupin. Oh, my God. So, plot hole. Yeah. <laughs> Push up my glasses real quick. Um, but I feel like they were just trying to make the blandest version of Hugh Grant, and yeah. that's what they ended up drawing him to look like. But time travel doesn't actually exist, so that can't <laughs> possibly be who he's modeled after. Um... So yes, there's like a bunch of there's a bunch of running around, a bunch of let what we like to call around here a Scooby Doo bullshit. Yeah, and then there's a ton of Scooby Doo bullshit. Yeah, I think that's why we all actually like it. Probably (laughs) the more Scooby Doo this show gets, the better it gets. Yeah. (laughs) And also, shut up, Fujiko. That cat did nothing to you. And also, don't shut up because I love you. (laughs) Yeah, she is a very she is. She's got a nasty opinion about the cat. She does not like cats, but the cat does like the cake. And does, oh my god, the sound effect of the oh the no, cat licking no, the cake. No. So so over the top. Yeah, it's pretty wild. <laughs> like uh, of a show that does not have uh, a plethora of sound effects, the fact that they were like this one needs oh, enough this sound effects. I got sound. a cat licking frosting for you. <laughs> yeah. Ew. No. Nope. <laughs> um, yeah, so there's a bunch of Scooby Doo bullshit, and then until. Like, once they start working together and trying to hunt it down, like, all of the hijinks is just aces, I feel like. Yeah. And uh, they actually get away with it at the end. Yeah. As opposed to literally every other time I think in this show so far that when they've. Fujiko has gotten away with it a few times. Mm hmm. This is the first time I think Lupin's come out on top at the end of the episode. I think... I mean, other than having his freedom. That's usually all he gets away with. Yeah. Where he's like, well, everything's back to normal now. But I guess every once in a while... Count Nipul. Yeah. How the fuck did I not realize that? <laughs> I didn't notice it either. God damn it. So did... Uh, um, did Castlevania get their Belmont thing from this? What's what's with Japan and Belmont? Possibly. J- J- people in Japan, why why do you guys like Belmont so much? What's what's up with that? Is there something to do with that name that you guys like? Yeah. Because this, they claim he's from the Belmont something or other. And then was it Simon Belmont? Simon Belmont, yeah. He's in Castlevania, and I can't remember. Is Castlevania? They actually have Dracula in that, but don't they also have an Alucard, Alucard. in that? Yeah. Who yeah. comes in later and you don't know who. Who could this be? Who could this be? I wonder if that's, I wonder if they're fans of uh, Lupin the Third and we're like, hey, that's a pretty funny joke. That's Let's a, use that. Yeah, right. Not saying that video games have ever stolen things from movies or TV shows. Of I course not. No, no, I would never, uh, never accuse of that. Um... I would say the only thing that would push this episode up over the top for me would be more Jigen and Goemon. Um, yeah, they only get like that one scene. Yeah, where they deliver the cake and you're like, oh, I um, understand what's happening. Which yeah. I like that like they let you f- uh, figure it out, the Lupin's in the cake before showing you. Because they show you Jigen and Goemon delivering it. And yeah. you're like, oh, I bet you Lupin's in the cake. <laughs> which is what I liked about the last one too. It's just like, hey, that guy looks a lot like Lupin. And Guess like, what it is. It is. Yeah. The old man is Lupin. Somehow, even though they kind of do the, it's kind of BS that there's like, these guys are working for me the whole time. 
Yeah. Like, for the two minutes you were out of the room, I swapped places with the old man. And these men working security, they've been working for me the whole time. Well, we didn't didn't get to figure that out. Yeah. Um, Nobody dies in this episode. I think this is one of the few episodes where... People aren't people aren't just gunned down. Yeah, on or off screen. Yeah, this is a pretty wholesome episode all around. <laughs> Everyone's just having a good time until at the end when Catherine no longer is. So I'm gonna say uh, in this episode, uh, Lupin gets a Lupin gets a not guilty. I'm gonna not say not guilty. He definitely steals a big fat ass emerald. Yeah. To be fair, Catherine seems like a real jerk and a half. Oh yeah, no, she's she's a nasty white lady bitch. But <laughs> well, I was Catherine, say it, but more like Karen. Karen. She is. <laughs> she's she's a rich white lady. Karen. Who's like, mm, I need some uh, low lives to yeah to spice up this party spice to schmooze with to make this party not so boring. It's just so dull. Ugh, my wedding is on a yacht and it's so boring to me. Ugh. You know what this Zenny Goddess dancing reminds me of freeform jazz. Like if you were to walk, look what f- dancing to freeform jazz is, what Zenny God is doing is what that is. Because he literally never does the same thing twice. Yeah, and he not there's no there's no rhythm. There's no. It's just <laughs> there's no rhythm. There's no rhyme. There's only there's only interpretive dance. There's only yeah. the dance. Ben Shapiro would not approve. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> and you know, I've heard his singing recently, and. We'll just leave it at that. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> I like it that Fujiko totally gaslights him into thinking he's a great dancer, though. <laughs> yeah. This poor guy. Fucking rude. <laughs> um, Jiminy Crackers. We got <laughs> our guard dog on duty. Um, She's protecting us from our own cat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, any other random thoughts about these two episodes? No, they were good, and I think that makes them not as memorable, which is really weird. Because you just watch it, and you're like, I had a good time watching that. That was an episode. I like it. As opposed to, that broke my brain and is (laughs) seared in there for all eternity. Yeah. Um, But hopefully, hopefully, I think if episodes get more like this and less like they have been, I think it's going to be a much easier time getting through these series. I think so. Like I said, I'm really looking forward to series two when apparently things get more Scooby-Doo. And the characters get a little bit more fun and not just everyone's a son of a bitch and then the episodes end. Lupin, Lupin, you're the third. (laughs) (laughs) good. Uh, Also, I'm looking forward to new theme songs. Anybody else? Lupin, 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 Lupin. (laughs) I don't know. I, I... Lupin the third. The theme song in this season... It's pretty grand. It is... It simultaneously is... The worst thing I've ever heard And and also slaps at the same time The first 10 seconds are great Everything after that you're just like I can be done with this This It's the same thing Yeah it's just the same 10 (laughs) seconds over and over again I think that that it's kind of Genius in it's simplicity Yeah Yeah. But then having every song that takes place During the show also be The same guy just being like Lupin. Oh, we haven't even really Lupin talked about. We haven't even talked about the like <laughs> woman though, who's like Lupin, 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 yeah. Lupin. <laughs> and you're just like, what is happening? 
<laughs> um, so yeah, I think I think that's a good that's a good that's good enough conversation. We've we've gone through. We've talked about everything that we possibly could of these ones, except yeah. for the part of like. Uh, Lupin and and Fujiko just giving that good old yoink on on the cat to get the fucking you know jewel what? out of its they eye. Give him a eye patch. That's nice. That's pretty badass. They just, yeah, it's like you know what this cat would be a lot cooler with an eye patch. And it's true. It's true. I mean, they could have just taken its eyeball and then left it to wander around like that. They were like, nah. They took care of it kind of nice, and then they put an eye patch on there. Yeah, it's cute. <laughs> Um, so yeah, uh, I can't remember what the preview for the next episode is. Um, uh, I don't remember. Oh, it's, it's then he got to wants to go on vacation after catching Lupin. <laughs> That's, That's right. right. He wants to go to a conference, but he can't go until he catches Lupin. Yeah. Lupin's like, got you, buddy. I got you, buddy. <laughs> I'll let you catch me so you can go on vacation, bro. Uh, maybe that means that hopefully that means another big uh, Zenny God episode. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Since yeah. we named our podcast after the after my boy uh, and all. So, um, but yeah, uh, thank you all for listening. Please don't uh, forget to check out uh, the Moist Boys podcast as well as the Action Boys podcast, uh, Eight Days a Weeb, and his dork uh, materials. His dork materials. As I'm screaming over the fighter jets that are <laughs> strafing our tower. Folks, we're moving and we're getting so excited. <laughs> Yeah, it would be so nice to not live in the flight path of the airbase anymore. Yeah, I and, assume. Uh, fuck, I haven't really mapped that out. We're not moving that far. <laughs> <laughs> um, it'll at least be. Uh, who knows? We'll find I out. Mean, wh- where we are now, they go directly over our yard. Yeah. So hopefully that'll change. Yeah. Um. But if you like uh, if you like hearing us talk about anime movie or anime uh, properties, head on over to patreon.com slash moistboyspodcast where we're talking about uh, Hayao Miyazaki, Studio Ghibli films. Well, I guess all of his movies, all of his feature films. Yeah. Um, once a month in our monthly Miyazaki, that's exclusively on the Patreon. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, thank you all for listening. And uh, we'll be back. Uh, hopefully next week, but uh, we'll we'll try to keep the episodes regular as we are getting ready to uh, vamoose um, out of this son of a bitch. Uh, but yeah, thank you all for listening. Uh, we'll be back next time. <laughs>